Evolutionary.org podcast coming your way, episode 529. Thanks for being with us. Steve and the Mobster, we love that intro, love the music, love that intro that we got. Today we're going to be talking about 5x5 five five program versus split routine variations. So a lot of people who are new to weight training, I really feel like, and you know, this might seem like a cliche to a lot of people, but I really feel like getting into a 5x5 five five program but training properly with proper form is really good your first two or three years, even your first five years of weight training. Because I really feel like you can build a lot of good body muscle memory in that span. And you're also going to learn the, the tools that are going to help you in your weight training journey as you go on. You know, there's a very high percentage mobster of people, for example, in the gym who do bench, flat bench press, squats, deadlifts, and they do them wrong. Okay. And these are important lifts that you are going to utilize for the next 30, 40 years of your journey. So if you're listening to this in your 20s, the next 30, 40 years, you're going to be weight training, right? You're going to have your gym memberships. And you're going to be doing these workouts. These, these types of workouts, right? And you're going to do it with improper form because you started out doing isolation lifts. You started out in front of the mirror doing curls when you should have been learning these base lifts. And that's why I think the 5 by 5 program is really, really good if done properly and if done with proper form. Then later on in your fitness journey, year 5 to year 10, then transitioning to more split routines would be a good idea. This way, it kind of keeps you more motivated and so you don't get bored. I like split routines myself, especially as I've gotten older, because they kind of, it's it's more fun and you can kind of change them up and you can do a lot of different things. You can do deload days, you can reverse your entire workouts, you can do new things on a split day. You know, instead of doing this push exercise, you can do that push exercise and kind of switch things in and out. So I really think that's a good strategy. Uh, so, so I'm bringing Mobster on this one. Uh, Mobster is our weight training guru on this one. So we really want to pick his brain on this episode. So Mobster, why don't you start us off talking about five by five versus split routine variation. So one of the things that Steve touched upon, which I kind of agree on, and it doesn't even matter if you do a five by five, Steve, is learning how to lift properly, learning how to get the most out of exercises. And even now you and I could still tweak and learn new things when it comes to training. So guys, the reason why the 5v5 in that uh, analogy works is because you're only doing a few exercises, the big core compound exercises, and you, you, you train the arse out of them. You really work them hard. So you learn how to get the best out of yourself and how to squat and how to deadlift and how to bench. Now, one of the things I would say as a coach, which I think Steve would agree, is all workouts work. But what, for what we're talking about is a, a simple and straightforward approach, which is probably more effective, in my opinion, for strength athletes uh, in terms of the long term. And I'm actually doing a 5v5 program right now, Steve, versus split routine, where if I was a bodybuilder, Steve, a split routine, and that was me to really work a muscle, and that could be a variety of different rep ranges and a variety of different exercises, but working one muscle, let's use chest as an example, five or six exercises, all done in one session for one muscle group. 
and I'm splitting the bodies up. Now, there's two ways of looking at a split routine. One, I've done a version called the every other day split, which was upper body one day and a day's rest, and then lower body the next day and then a day's rest and repeat. But typically what we're looking at here is you're breaking the body down to the chest, arms, back, shoulders, legs, and sometimes you'll do the accessory stuff like forearms and calves and throwing rest in there. So whether that's three on, two off, and so on and so forth. Lots of variables, but pretty much you're working one, perhaps two muscle groups at a time. Whereas the compound stuff that we're talking about is working the whole of your legs, all of your back. You're not separating stuff out. You're not doing workouts, which are high volume, lightweight one day or low, low volume, heavyweight another day. I love Roddy Coleman. When he was training back, he would train back twice a week, chest twice a week or so on. And that's how he did it. So it get, it can get unbelievably confusing, Stephen. Bodybuilding magazines, which of course are not around much anymore, they needed to have different workouts each and every time an issue come out. They had to have a new workout for biceps, a new workout for chest, and they needed that. And sometimes the, write, the writers were a little bit, shall we say, creative as opposed to the reality. In other words, what they wrote down a pro pro professional wasn't always the case. So let's keep things real, real simple. For me, right now, uh, I'm doing a 5x5 program for two grip exercises that I'm doing because I'm training a client with the idea that that particular athlete is going to compete at the Arnold. And I said I would do the same program, so I am. And so I'm doing a 5x5 on three exercises with him right the way up to the Arnold in March. Now, if I was bodybuilding, as I said earlier on, the, the idea in a split routine, breaking the body down into separate things, it, what it does more than anything else, Steve, I think, and you can back me up on this, is allow you to, and when I say focus, I don't mean literally focus as in on paper, I'm just training my chest, but literally feel the muscle working because I'm aiming to get a certain sensation in my chest, for example, and I'm trying to break muscle fiber down and I'm almost trying to, as best I possibly can, even though the body doesn't work like that, ignore every other muscle in my body. You, your body works as a whole unit. It doesn't work just chest and nothing else activates. That's ridiculous. But you are trying to get the most work done for a particular muscle. And mentally, I think, the split routine enables you to put that kind of mental energy into it. And it also means that that particular muscle won't get that kind of focus for another week. What do you think that the, the, the relevance of the two kinds of working outs are, especially in this case for the split routine, Steve? Look, at the end of the day, like you said, you're correct. Um, so five by five, the objective really is five sets of five reps with the same weight. So if you do for squatting or doing bench press, and really you're doing – the objective here is really you're sticking to the big lifts. As you said, certain gyms don't have, you don't have access to, to a squat rack. Certain gyms don't have a bench press like planet fitness. For example, all they have is a Smith machine. They don't have like, you're not going to find a flat bench press where you do free weights or you're not going to find a squat. So if you're working out at a gym like that, and that's really your only choice, you may have to just straight up transition to go ahead and do a split routine and a split routine, you know, uh, a popular split routine I'm seeing a lot. And as you said, magazines push a lot of split routines and um, some people do the push pull legs. That's a three day split. So you'd rotate that you do push one day, pull another day, leg another day, and then 
rinse and repeat. And you go back to push, pull, leg over again. And But to do that properly, even with a split routine like that, that's really simple. You have to kind of vary your workouts. Like you have to throw in your abs on one. Of, you can throw in abs on all those days. You can work out your abs frequently. You also don't want to forget doing your lower legs on leg day. A lot of people on leg day, they just do, they'll just work their upper legs. They'll forget about their calves. You also got muscles on the front of your lower legs too that you got to work. So don't forget those. It's all about balance. You got to balance things. Quads. Some people work out their quads and they neglect their hamstrings, or they're not doing they're not doing front squats, not doing box squats. They're not engaging their glutes. You gotta engage your glutes too on leg day. Those are part. You can also, you know, you gotta decide too. Do you want to treat deadlifts on on leg day? Or you want to treat deadlifts as a back as a pulling exercise. Some people consider it more of a back exercise. Some people consider it more of a leg exercise. So there's all kinds of different ways you can do it. For me, if I'm doing that type of routine, I'll alternate. I'll do deadlifts, and then um, I'll throw in the deadlifts on on a on a leg day, and I might throw in deadlifts on a back day every every two or three weeks. Rotate them in and out that way. Another mistake too with split that type of split routine. If you're doing push, then pull the next day, you're overtraining your shoulders every time when you're doing that. So if you're gonna take a day off, I would take a day off in between your push and pull day for sure. And don't hammer your shoulders too much um, doing those on the back-to-back. Then you have four-day split routine and you have five-day split routine. A lot of the professional bodybuilders, mobster, that's what they do. They'll do a four- or five-day split. A lot of them like the five-day split. So they'll work – they might work one-day arms, front and back arms on one, one split routine. Sounds crazy. You're working out a whole routine on your arms. You know, your arms are, are, you got your biceps and your triceps, three muscles, two muscles. Do you really need to spend a whole working on it? But they do. They really overtrain when they do some of the split routines. So they'll do, and then they'll do abs and cardio on a certain day as a split routine, for example. And then they'll do chest on a certain day. They'll do shoulders on a certain day. You see what I'm saying? So they'll do different. The If you kind of stretch out your split routine that way, you can really, we can really separate the, the muscle groups that way as well. So it really is up to you. Um, what's more fun. You can just simplify it and just do pull, push, pull uh, legs and rotate it that way and really keep it simple. And it keeps it fun. And you can do different exercises on each day. If you have a gym, that has a that's a big gym, a big fran, you know, big type of franchise gym. You have different exercises. Don't do the same exercise over and over, or you're gonna bore yourself to death. So once you talk a little bit more about five by five mobster, explain more what five by five is. How would you do it? Yeah, sorry, you've just touched on it correctly earlier on, Steve. So here's what happens: I'm actually doing a ten week program, and for me, I'm changing the percentages. So I've aimed for us. We tested our one rep max. A couple of weeks ago, and uh, since then, I've done two workouts with the 5 by 5 program. I'll get in a couple of variations here. The one I'm doing right now is a percentage game. So the one rep max gives me an idea of where I was, and then I say to myself, how much further ahead than my last one rep max do I want to be in 10 weeks' time when uh, my client is uh, competing in the Arnold, as I mentioned earlier on? Equally, there's a different way of doing it. And this is a much longer way of training. So instead of 10 weeks, you could go 20 weeks, 30 weeks if you want to. Hell, guys, you could train this way the whole year. But typically, there's different ways of training through the year, working with nature, working with your aims at different times. 
But let's just stick with the idea that we're going to get the hell out of this routine as much as we possibly can. So especially case when I don't know what my strength levels are. Now, of course, I'm experienced and I do. So you younger guys, here's how you could work it. And Steve's quite right. So the idea would be, let's, again, I'll use the bench press, an easy peasy exercise to, to work with. Let's say that I want to bench two plates a side. And in order to do that, I need to start at 80 kilos, so a plate and a half a side, and work very, very slowly over a long period of time. Could be months, like I've said, until at some point at the end of the routine. And it might mean that I am, and again, this would be for five sets of five, beginning and end. The first time I hit this 5 by 5 workout, I might not do five sets of five. I might do four sets of five and one set of three. So the next workout, I have to try and aim for four, four sets of five and a set of four. And then the workout after that would be five sets of five. And then I'm allowed to up the weight. Now, my pro, pro set progress, especially if I'm new, can be relatively quickly. But my progress as I reach my maximal strength is going to be that much slower. That's just because we talked about homeostasis on previous workouts and that there's no such thing as linear strength. You don't keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger regardless. So it gets that much harder to get past sticking points and that much harder to hit PBs again and again and again. And I would expect this to be the case. In fact, one of the things I've done with clients in the past, Steve, is I've allowed for two crappy weeks. If it's a 10-week program, I expect you to have at least one, if not two weeks, where the whole damn thing's miserable and it's a real serious grind. And that's even allowing for the percentage way that I'm working right now. The thing of it is here, guys, and this is, I think, what's the truth, of these, whether it's a 5 by 5 or a split routine. Instinctive training, which lots of professional bodybuilders used to claim that they did, or what could arguably be called unstructured training, is not the best way for you to get something out of your gym time. You need to have an idea, and this again comes with experience, and it's why you work with PTs and why you will talk to someone like myself or Steve Smith and ask for our advice. The, the lack of structure is the reason why most people, when they go to the gym, won't always make the kind of headway, the progress that they should have made. So whether it's a 5 by 5 or even 3 by 3 or 10 by 10 or German volume training or split routine or some variation thereof, having a structure to your workout is probably the most important thing. I One of the things I've discussed in previous shows, Steve, is literally flipping stuff around. If your progress on a 5 by 5 a low-volume workout is ground to a halt or has ground to a halt, to flip it around and do a high-volume workout, but stick with it. Here's the way you get anything out of these routines. We talked about in a previous show, pre- and post-workout nutrition. Be prepared to go to the gym and grind. Like I said, if it's a session when you did five sets of five, that was easy. The next time might be four sets of five, and you might only get a single or a double or a triple. And it was a real grind to get that. But that's where you put the work in. It doesn't matter if you're doing a 5 by 5 or a split routine. You've got to grind. You've got to put the work in. You've got to almost, and I love this particular turn of phrase now, Steve, something I've used myself, trust the process. Be aware that you don't have to test your one rep maxes. You don't have to do crazy things. You certainly don't have to train like a professional bodybuilder. But have a structure that gives you a focus, is correctly set up for a, as a workout so that you get to where you want to get to. Sometimes the knowledge that we bring as PTs and coaches and advisors comes with 
what's your thing that you're trying to aspire to? Steve, I want a bigger chest. Okay, let's work on thickening your pecs. Let's work on fixing, thickening your upper back. Let's get that tape measurement to go up one inches or two inches. Let's make sure you eat properly. And let's structure a program that works your upper chest. And let it, whether it's a split routine or a 5 by 5 have a structure in place that makes you put the work in. So this is the thing again, Steve. I mean, you and I both know this because we, we've got this kind of experience. But the younger listeners, sometimes I go to the gym. I do, I do what my buddy does. What if what your buddy's doing is great for your buddy, but no good for you? So I'm going to be honest and say, right, let's get you on a real simple program. And 5 by 5 is a fantastically effective but real simple program. And let's make you learn to grind, that you get through it, that you choose the right starting numbers. But by the end of the uh, 12 weeks, 20 weeks, whatever, you're really having to work as hard as you possibly can. Now you've learned how to train hard. You've learned how having a structured program keeps you on point, keeps you focused, keeps you on target. You've worked to the point where you've added an inch or two inches to your chest. You've worked to the point where you've managed weights on the, on, under the bar. Like I said, guys, people talk about this, and I actually got into this with, with a, a customer for an ebook that I produced back in the day where they wanted a specific workout routine included. And I'd actually done a whole chapter on how they could work out what sets and reps would be effective for them and then apply that to the grip, which was the portion of the book that I'd written. So, Steve, for me, it isn't necessarily that there's any particular magic in any number. It could be four by four. It could be three by three. It could be 10 by 10. But it's having that structure that focuses you, that makes you learn how to do the work, that makes you really work especially hard on, in the case of five before program, a single exercise or, or a very small group of exercises. Or in a case, as I say, with a split routine, the same again applies because it's about you learning how to train that particular muscle, focusing your energy into one specific body part or one specific exercise in the case of the five by five and getting the absolute most you can get out of there. A lot of athletes, a lot of our listeners and a lot of their buddies never learn to get the absolute best out of it. But you and I have learned, and many of our more experienced listeners have learned, that once they had this structure, once they had these programs in place, they progressed. They did something with their training and they had a end game in mind. It's what coaches do when they're talking about soccer. It's what they do with basketball, whatever else you're working on your weaknesses, but you have a long term. Where are my athletes to be in two months, three months? Here you are, guys. This is what you're doing for yourself. So both these things are very simple, straightforward approaches that an enormous amount of you can use. Give them both a try. Again, if I was a bodybuilder, Steve, split routine would be my thing. I will also add that Steve touched on something that I do actually do myself in training, where if even if I focus as I am, and I'm actually doing a 5 by 5 program on that as well, with my bench press, I think I'm due to do five sets of five this week, Steve, having done four sets of five last week and so on. I, I rotate, normally would rotate my back exercises, so I very rarely do the same back exercise week on week. I have about six or seven that I can pick and, and, and these get rotated around each six or seven weeks. So each and every time I'm doing something for my back as well as the bench press. And that, as Steve said, stops overwork, stops, stops boredom, allows for more mental stimulus rather than physical. And again, Steve and I are both at that point where we can get something out of those exercises. So that's what you need to learn. And that's why a 5 by 5 program is really good because it makes you learn to get 
the most out of an exercise in a very simple, low-volume kind of way that, for the most part, has been incredibly successful at building lots and lots of strength. The split routine is where, I think, for more bodybuilding, it's a question of muscle stimulus. And I say that over strength and or specific size. And again, it depends on what your aims are in training. It's difficult sometimes with these kind of podcasts when we talk about these things because we would work in a particular kind of way with clients for their individual requirements, what they want, where we expect them to be, how we're going to get them there, what they're capable of, do they have limitations, is there a time issue, is there a nutrition issue, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I mean, here's the thing, guys. Look look these both up. I mean, think of 5v5 especially, Steve. If you look up 5v5, never mind this podcast, but go and have a Google and look it up. You'll see that the amount of top, and I mean really top-level powerlifters, strongman, weightlifters, and even some of your favorite field athletes that have used 5v5 programs and made amazing progress, it's because they had structure and because they put the work in. What do you think, Steve? At the end of the day, you know, you can make these fun, more fun. You don't have to like switch, switch them around as much as you think. Like, let's say you're doing a split routine. Let's say you even do a five by five. You can, like, literally go down there and reverse your entire workout. So let's say you start off your day doing, you usually start off your day doing the heavy lifts if you're doing a split routine. And then you go and do more drop sets as the workout goes on. Most of us do that, right? I know I do most of the time. But wouldn't it be fun to do the opposite? Why don't you start off doing high ref drop sets and then work your way to doing the more heavy, low rep compound lifts on your split day? Does that make sense? So reverse things and make it fun. You can throw in a deload day. Now, deloading, a lot of people want to know what deloading. A lot of my clients I talk to who have are dealing with a lot of injuries, I tell them, are you have you been deloading? And they're like, I don't know what deloading is. Explain it to me. So let me explain what deloading is. Deloading, a simple way to deload would be 50% less. So you do 50% less weights, uh, amount of weight, 50% less sets, 50% less reps. For example, of course, you can do it any way you want. You can do 30% less, 67% less, 80% less. So my point is you're doing deload, like do a week, where your split routines are just deloading for each split. If you do a three-day split, each of the three days, you deload on that particular day. Or if you're doing a five-day split, each of the five days, you deload that week. So you can throw that in. That's a great way to still uh, produce hypertrophy to your muscles, but also giving your body a break to kind of go in there and fix and repair itself without taking the entire week off completely. And that can save you down the line from having to be forced to miss gym time because you have an agging injury that you let get out of hand. So there's different tactics to doing this to keeping it fun. And a lot of us like to keep our workouts fun because it's a grind. It's a grind going to the gym um, to, to go in there some days and, and get in a workout. So let's say you're having a day where you had a rough night. Maybe the kid was up all night sick or, you know, you had problems. Um, your wife was sick all night or your husband was sick all night or something. And and you, you want to go to the gym the next day. You can do a, do a deal day that day. Do a light workout. If you usually do 50 minutes, do 45 minutes or do 30 minutes or do 20 minutes. 
Just get in there and do some hypertrophy. Get in, get out. There's no rule. So you can kind of vary it up a little bit to make it more fun. So this is the nice thing I like about, you know, doing these workouts and keeping them fun and keeping them, keeping yourself motivated. It's very, very important to do that. So you can play around with these workouts more than you think. You don't have to follow the workout strategy that you read in the magazine or you saw online to a T. You can vary it up the way you want to. So at the end of the day, you know, we, you know, we fall into that cliche. Well, only strength athletes do five by five and only bodybuilders do split routines. We fall into that. Why don't you switch it up? If you've been doing split routines for a long time, why don't you switch the five by five for a little bit? And if you've been doing five by five for a long time, why don't you switch the split, split routines? See how your body reacts. You may notice your body gets sore from changing your workout radically like that. And it's not because of lactic acid. It's not because of anything like that. It's because your body just goes into a little bit of a shock from, from what it's not used to. It's been used to the same workout day in and day out. Literally just changing it up like that can really make a difference and kind of fill in the blanks, fill in the, 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 the missing uh, things that you're doing versus just doing the same workout. They, I see people all the time, officer, in the gym. They do the same workouts every fucking day. They do the same workout. I don't get it. I don't get it. You're basically creating imbalances in your body. You're creating weaknesses by doing the same workouts day in and day out. And how do you not get bored from doing the same workouts day in and day out? It doesn't make any sense. I've got to say, Steve, you just reminded me, he's a very nice bloke, but he just reminded me of one particular fella and I've seen um, does the same weight on the leg press with one leg, I think the equivalent of three plates, so 135 pounds American, 132 pounds UK, uh, every single damn time. He's a lovely fella. He's got a, a lovely uh, new baby, but I haven't seen him do anything variation-wise on that particular workout probably for the last two or three years. Unless he's it likes just coming to the gym, great. Maintaining muscle size, great. Go for it. But I could never train like that. And I think going back to the structured routines, whether it's a split or the 5 by 5 for me, is a way of providing stimulus. So here's, I would say for routines, again, guys, I don't train flat out all year round. I could get away with that kind of shit when I was younger and progress was made a lot. And Steve will agree with me on this. But now I find for me that I will do a couple of things. One is... I will have a particular focus, and my bench press is normally the one that I do that on. But other exercises, they, they go up through the year as well. And then I back off because I can't train flat out. And one of the great tricks, as Steve's mentioned already, and I think I touched on it earlier on, Steve, is doing a different kind of workout. So not just easing off on that particular exercise for and starting again with a new, slightly higher starting point with the idea of progressing to a slightly higher level of strength at the end on the exercise itself. But even changing the sets and reps. So if it's a much lower volume at the end, as I as I reach my max, it's a much higher volume but lower level of uh, workload, less a much lower percentage of my one rep max. And that's if I don't even change the exercise up. So as an example, Steve, I might do a period of time where my my bench press, so to speak, is on a uh, ISO lever hammer style uh, bench machine as opposed to with free weights. Equally, for example, I could change it from 
a barbell bench press to dumbbell bench press, or I could use some sort of pec machine, or if you have one of those big gyms, I could even use one of those standing up lever type bench press machines, and I would be doing something different. I could change handles, I could do lower chest, higher chest, and so on, inner chest, outer chest. I could do something different. And again, I could still train those routines, but with a new starting point, with the new exercise. And so again, I, that's the thing, guys. It's difficult sometimes when we're talking about this stuff, and it's, I think it's especially true of the younger guys. You can make great progress doing pretty much anything with younger, but you're, the, most younger guys are really bad with structure. And so the idea of these routines, regardless of which one you choose, is it introduces a structure. Now, because I've been training a very long time, and Steve's not that far behind me in terms of training length, we tend to think of an, over a year, 12 months. And I've done stuff for a year. I've done my bench press thing is basically a 10-month program. I will start – right now I'm just doing the 5v5s, but it will change once I decide to start progressing towards a one rep max of 170 kilos again. So – over 10 months, I'm looking to add 30 kilos to the work to get to the work done so that there's 170 kilos at the end. And I'm trying to do that four years, five years on the trot. Even as I'll, I'll be hitting 60 in in two years' time, I want to be still doing that 170 when I'm 60. So I have particular long-term, I'm talking about 24-month targets, 24-month training programs. Some of you younger guys don't like the train for with the idea of doing a same program for nine months, 10 months, or a year. A lot of you will train your program every 10 weeks, every 12 weeks, every three months. So it's that kind of thing. And again, I, I, I would come in, I would look at your training diary, I would look at your training log, I would give you advice on how to make progress three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, down the line. I would be thinking about where you're going to be next year if you're competing and so on and so forth. But what you can do for yourself with these programs is you can introduce structure for you. And once you've got structure, and you see how you progress on either of these two workouts. It's a way of you working out what you're going to be doing next time on the next training program and so on. Now, as I said, there's no particular magic in the number of five by five sets, four by four, four by three, 10 by 10. They will all work for some of you, and the majority of you, in fact, if you adjust the numbers, if you vary the exercises. But having that structure works. For me, like I said earlier on, going back to the split routine, the split routine for me, in my mind, it doesn't matter whether it's you could do a split routine with 5 by 5 Steve, if you wanted to, but it tends to be towards the multiple exercise for one specific body part. And what I want out of the split routine is a way of smashing the fibers as much as I possibly can in a workout and then resting it typically for the next five or six days and I might train four days a week on that one, Steve, and, and 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 hit my whole body over those four days, and then three days would be rest. And that could be two on, one off, two on, two off, and so on and so forth. So, that, again, it, it can start to sound like something, like a mathematical equation, guys, when we're talking about these numbers and this kind of split routine and that kind of split routine, and it becomes incredibly confusing. Uh I, I, it's very easy for me, probably because of experience, and I think the same thing will be said of Steve, to look at what people are doing, see where they're making mistakes, see where they're making progress, and tweak it very, very easily. And I'll give you an example of this uh, as a typical, and funny enough, with 5 by 5s One of my buddies gave me a T-shirt as a thank you 
for him doubling his body weight on bench press. 80 kilo body weight, 160 kilo bench press. And we only tested it right, right at the beginning of that program. And then I had him do essentially 12 weeks of slow but steady progress. And we did not test it for the rest of the time. Very easy for him to do it when I wasn't there. Very tempting. But we stuck with the program. And because we stuck with the program and because he put the work in, at the end, he was able to double his body weight. In fact, the only mistake we made, Steve, funny enough, was in a setup for that day's test, which was literally the very last day of the whole workout when we we're going to bench 160. And I think it was because we, we fucked around with the numbers when we were testing it and we forgot to put the elbow sleeves on on the last but one. And then the last but one, the last one was, the final lift was the 160 to double body weight. But it was a way of him progressing. And it's because he had structure, because he had someone who could bench as much as he could or more because there was this big fella, me, pushing him, that his head stayed in the right place. He didn't vary. He didn't go off and do something else. He didn't allow himself to be distracted. He didn't test himself at any point, and he trusted the process. And this is what you will see. I think it's actually kind of true sometimes with top professional bodybuilders. They almost instinctively, if they're lucky, not all of them, but almost instinctively, they used to, back in the day, get the most out of an exercise. They would the, the the stuff you would read in a magazine was half the time the words of the writer, not necessarily the athlete. So they could easily be doing a structured program that wasn't written down in the magazine. And what you will notice now, Steve, is that a lot of them do use coaches, whether it's a prep coach vis-a-vis -vis someone that helps them diet and with PEDs, or one someone that helps them train. And as often as not, it's not unusual. They don't always get as much of a mention. They're quite often training with serious strength athletes, even if they are bodybuilders because the strength athlete is there to push them and structure, again, the training for them by training with this other individual. As often as not, Steve, the other person is stronger, this is the strength athlete side, and it's them that helps, as I say, with the structure and pushes them through the workout. They might have the greater genetics for bodybuilding and being a Mr. Olympia, but the other fellow is just all around stronger, even if he doesn't genetically have the look. And that's not unusual. It doesn't get mentioned that much. Again, guys, I will touch on this one more time. All routines have some level of success. The key here, regardless of what kind of routine that you do, and these both these routines are fantastically popular and work for an enormous majority of people, is getting the most out of them. You need to learn to work. You need to go to the gym, and even if it is a grind, as Steve said earlier on, you need to be able to push through when you're tired. You need to be able to push through if you want to get that number, if you want that inch on your chest, if you want your chest to have a shelf, if you want your biceps to be more peaky than you were before, you need to learn to get the most out of yourself, then the most out of the exercise, and then finally the most out of those sets and reps. And by having that structure, having that program, guys, it's as simple as this. If you were trying to jump as high as possible, and your best vertical jump was 14 inches, then the only way you're going to get to 15 or 16 inches is a quarter of an inch at a time. It's going to be fractional. You'd have to go away and do a variety of exercises, plyometrics, and God knows what else, to come back and try and get another quarter of an inch, another half inch, another inch. It's the same in training for weights for strength. It's the same when you're trying to get bigger and more muscular as a bodybuilder. So you learn to go away, work out what works, work out what doesn't. But most of all, you learn how to get the best out of yourself. These structured programs 
5v5 and split routines enable you to do that. But you've got to give them, arguably, if I was coaching you guys, the phrase, your heart and your soul. You need to have your nutrition on point. You need to have your time you get to the gym. No missing workouts. No fooling around. Steve and I have talked about this. Our best workouts have been 45, 50 minutes. Because we haven't gone in for gym wag. We haven't gone in to screw around with the guys. We haven't gone around to, 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 to bullshit. We've gone in there and we've done our absolute best workouts. Some of my best workouts have been when I was tired, when I was hungry, when I was late. And because I got the fuck on with it and I was super efficient in the gym. I didn't allow myself to be distracted. I wasn't testing my one rep max. I just went in there, done what needed to be done and got out. And having this structure, and especially if you younger guys, having this structure, having a program, having a certain target for sets and reps and poundages or exercises or certain days of the week where you're only trying to work one muscle group focuses the mind and enables you to get the best out of yourself. And that's why both these programs are very popular and very successful. Any last words, Steve? Yeah, come on our forums, evolutionary.org. How many of you are asking, how do we get in touch with Mobster? How do we get in touch with Steve? Come on our forums. Interact with us. Mobster has a really good training diary that he's been going since May. It's got a lot of views, and he updates it pretty much every day. And he's doing a really good workout program right now. You can take check out his workout program and, and just follow what he's doing. We have other guys who are doing training logs. We have guys doing cycle logs, and they're posting their training on a daily basis. I mean, come on and do, do one yourself. And then we'll help you. We'll help structure it for you. You can come on and you can copy some of the other workouts that guys are doing. So come on the forum, guys. Evolution Network. That's why we do these podcasts. So you guys can come on and really, really fun. And by logging it, as Mobster is doing, it keeps him motivated. So that grind, he knows. It's kind of like, look, everyone is dependent on me. People are are want to use me as motivation. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to put up my workouts and everyone's going to see what I'm doing. So that gives him that added motivation to do it. These are wonderful ways to, to track your diary, track a log and you could, you know, come on and do it and then do another log after that. You can do as many logs as you want. We would love to, to hear from you. It's free. doesn't cost you anything to come on the forums and we, we would love to interact with you and Mobster and I, we will be happy to help you out with anything you need um, in terms of whatever weight training, diet, steroid use, any of this stuff. So come on the forum, evolution.org. Hit it. All right. So just one of the things, guys, it's going to feel like having us as your gym buddy behind you. And I'm not just talking about Steve Smith and myself, but all of the Evo members and uh, elite members, etc., that listen to these podcasts behind you, supporting you, and wanting you to succeed. I don't think I've seen a single negative in that particular way, Steve. So especially if you've got an aspiration to improve your bench or you want to compete, we want you to win. We want you to come back with the trophy. We want you with bronze, silver, or gold. We want you to come back with a trophy. And if you come back with a gold, if you win your class, we fucking love it. And we are there. When you are getting towards the end of your diet, and you're training, and it's 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 your your eyes are hanging, you're super tired, you're depleted. That's when we're there. We're come on, come on, guys. It's two more days. Keep going. I, I feel oh, this PED cycle is making me feel bad. Yeah, but you're hungry, you're carb depleted. In two more days' time, you'll be on stage. That's when we're there. 
when you, 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 you tweaked your shoulder, you tweaked an elbow, we'll give you some rehab. We'll tell you what to do. And especially today was super hard. So what? You can go. For me, I've said this on this thing, Steve. Training is an hour of a 24-hour day. Trains four days a week. So I'm training for four hours, maybe six total out of a whole week. So you can rest the rest of the time. So go in there and grind and moan and bitch and curse yourself. But get the work done. And that's what we're there for. We'll jib you. We'll, we'll, we'll cajole you. We'll sometimes want to kick your ass. We'll sometimes want to come down and grab you by the scruff of the neck. We'll, we'll get you through the workout. And having it in black and white, so to speak, written out for us to see what you're supposed to be doing is a, a kind of a promise to yourself. And it becomes more of a promise to yourself when you've got 100,000 members yelling, come on. Don't have a shit day, have a great day. Tomorrow's going to be a better day. Today was a crappy day. But don't worry about it because at the end, you're going to be on the podium with the other two guys holding up your trophy and people are going to be taking your pictures. You're going to be a class winner. You're going to be a competition winner. You're going for gold and we want you to win gold. So the training logs are great. These routines are part of that. And having that structure will, trust me, of any kind of routine, but especially these two routines, get you there better than no structure and no support and no log. So come onto the forums, put up, We you can put your nutrition, you can put your sex life, I don't care, but especially if you put your sex and your reps and what you were doing in the gym and we can come in there and we can give you 40, 50, 100 years worth of experience across the group of guys to support you absolute best. Guys, trust me, the, the logs we've had on there, we've got people already winning contests, we're already making records, already getting gold. And the more of you come on, the more you'll see. And once you get yourself going on that particular way, you'll be surprised at how much more progress you'll get because we're there to support you. Please note, we are not doctors and the opinions are ours. It's our viewing based on our experience and views on the topic, a podcast of informational purposes and entertainment only, the freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.